This is Life Made Better, a podcast from two coaches with a zest for not only their lives, but yours. In this series, Fleur and Lucia seek out tips, tools, and exercises to inspire you to achieve your dreams and goals. Join us and let's make life better. Welcome back to Life Made Better, the podcast where we interview interesting people that not only inspire us, but so that we can learn from their story and their challenges. Today, we have a very special guest, well, a very special guest to me. It's my own daughter, Pearl Prime. Pearl is one of the loveliest people you can know, but she has had lots of challenges. So today she's going to talk to us about how it is to be a teenager in the modern day world, well, from her experience. And I also coach lots of teenagers, so I know that this is not just relating to Pearl, but this is relating to lots of young teens that are dealing with you know, pandemic, social media, school life, making sure that they can do all the things that they believe important and still keep their mental health strong. So thank you for joining us today, Pearl. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Pearl. It's lovely to have you. Thanks for having me. (laughs) So Pearl, can you tell us a little bit of what you think the challenges are for teenagers currently? Well, I think there's many challenges in life today for any age and any person. But I think for teens and like young adults growing up within like a pandemic and with social media being a new thing, I think there's a lot of things that the young generation pick up on and that influences them that haven't maybe haven't been experienced before by different generations. I think there's a lot of um, on social media about just influences and where you get your influences from and a lot online and like in that world in general that have a big impact on your daily life. Mm. What would you say is the things that you could feel most impacted by? Obviously, social media is huge. And within that scope, I guess that the blessing and the curse is that you can choose who you want to follow and what you want to see so what would you say to that regard what is in social media that you think could be good and bad I guess I think the social media algorithm or anything that you have looked up before or might be around you it does tend to come up on your feed because of like the algorithms and the way your phone can literally pick up on any data you use And we do a lot of things on our phone. So it slowly can influence your day-to-day life without you realising. Because as you scroll through, you can see many different things. For example, posts about what you look like or posts about what good musicians are, whatever. But it can feed into your day-to-day life to the point where it becomes normal because you see it so often. And you don't even realise that you're being influenced so much by perfect lives on Instagram or certain creators, whether they're good or bad. Mm, I think that's a great point, Pearl. And I think it's that not realising, isn't it? I mean, you live with a life coach, so you are often told that that this is going into your subconscious and you don't realise, but it is getting into the driving seat of your life and it is having 
influence on what you think about yourself, how you feel, and then the actions you take. So Yeah, and it can really take control and it can really control the life you then lead and the decisions you make when dealing with different things, um, especially as any person growing up and any teenager who's ever, whether you've had social media or not, there's certain struggles about body image and about anxiety and peer pressure and wanting to fit in. And I think social media is just like a 24-7 reminder of that. And although there's so many positives about social media and the connections you can make online, but there's also the negative connections that you don't always realise are happening. And when that comes into your, your like subconscious and what you think about every day, it can take a toll. And I think that that's something you have to become very aware of even though it's a very difficult thing to do so. Mm. And I think you're, you're saying a very important thing, uh, which you've also reinforced, which is subconsciously that's getting into you. And as adults as well, so let alone teenagers, when you guys are starting, so to speak, in this very interesting yet complicated journey. So the fact that you are innocently clicking here and there and all of a sudden that becomes part of your world, whether you like it or not. I think we really underestimate the power that that can have and the sort of danger that lies within it. Pearl, I'm curious to hear, do you think this access to social media has influenced you in any way? I think it can't not. Always going online, my intentions have been good. And I know so many of my peers around me and my friends, they all go online for good intentions, for fun with their friends, to laugh at things, to enjoy, to enjoy things, to look at what other people are doing and to just feel connected and kind of like part of something. But I think when you go to start going to your phone to feel that and that's the only place that you become you think you're only happy when you're scrolling through your phone or you think you only get laughter through your phone I think it becomes very much like a safety blanket um, and something you kind of need with you every second as soon as you suddenly go online and you feel uncomfortable or you don't feel right or you don't have your phone for a bit or you're not part of something online then I think that's when like the peer pressure and anxious thoughts can come in because you're so used to that being your go-to rather like a person there that you're always talking to. It's like them suddenly going or betraying you. And I think that can lead to a lot of like trust and different anxiety related things without you even realizing. Yeah. It's the fear of missing out is, is what I'm here, which is, you know, as you were mentioning is 24 Seven And I guess added this, you know, in this almost year and a half we've been going through it, the pandemic has not helped on that front either, because before you would have been able to sort of put that device aside and go and, you know, meet up with your friends and do plans and go out and do all these fun face-to-face things that now are no longer possible so do you think the pandemic has also added that extra challenge to you guys? I think it's a, like a need for everyone to feel like they're not wasting their childhood and not wasting their time to be a kid because it's like they've missed so long during the pandemic that they're all instantly trying to meet up with loads of friends and to be seen like they're having so much fun and to be doing so many fun things because we missed out on it for so long. 
And it's kind of that need to go to people and be part of things. We're not going to suddenly get two years of our life back. It's not going, we're not going to be able to do that. But having friends and like spending time with people is going to help that rather than worrying about having to do that every day. Because doing that every day, you're not always going to have a friend that's able to meet up. You're not always going to be part of the group online. And I think that knowing that and not kind of accepting that life's okay at home and outside rather than it being one extreme or another, um, I think it's very important. I think you've made a great point, Pearl, and our primal needs are trust, belonging and respect. And the thing is, like you said, if you're picking up that phone all the time to feel that that's your trusted friend and that's where you belong, then we're not getting real connections. And during the pandemic, you didn't have that opportunity. And now we're coming out of the pandemic. It feels like, again, another big pressure for teens to be having a great time because they missed out. That expectation is huge. And it's not real either, is it? I mean, we can't be going out all the time and having a great time it just doesn't doesn't happen like that so there's lots of research that if we expect too much and we just don't appreciate those small moments again that can lead to a feeling of not not good enough so there's so many things that are playing into the pandemic and that and word you mentioned earlier was that awareness and when we are aware of the pressures or we're aware of the effect of the phone, we can, as human beings, whether we're a teen or an adult, we can make positive changes. What do you think about that? I think that we can always use whatever we have in a good way. We can always use our phones positively, and we're not always going to be perfect. We will have days that we will spend maybe an hour of our time or maybe longer just sitting and scrolling on our phones. And that's not helpful in the future, but it's okay. It's okay to spend too long on your phone one day. It's okay to spend too long on your phone for a week, but letting it become you and letting it take over and affect you or your mental and physical health is not okay. And I think becoming aware of how you're feeling and how you're feeling and whether the phone is something that helps or doesn't help and making a choice personally, not only parents taking away your tech and taking away your thing, but making a decision yourself to go, okay, today I'm going to go for a walk with a friend and I'm not going to pick up my phone and start um, texting other friends so that it looks like I'm having fun. And I'm not going to stop trying to prove myself because if you're always proving yourself, you're never going to be happy in the moment you're in. Mm. And I think that's something also very important, Pearl. I think we've gotten to a point, and, and again, is something that I think relates to every human being. We've gotten to a point that that proof yourself is, is demanded of us. You need to show that you're good enough. You need to show that you are more than good enough. And that is something that we're certainly seeing with, with our clients, even more so with teens, that is taking a toll on us. There is no need to prove to anybody that you are better than. The only thing that, you know, in our eyes, or at least in my eyes, you've got to do is prove to yourself that you're better than you were yesterday. And that's all it matters is that, you know, day-to-day journey of becoming yourself and being true to yourself. Because if one thing 
we've seen, or at least I half realized in my almost 40 years in this planet, <laughs> is that at the end of the day, people will hate you or love you. And it doesn't really matter. You, th- you may want to try and flex and adapt to fit whatever norm, norm you think you should. But the reality of it is that if you flex and adapt and change yourself to the point of no longer recognizing yourself in the mirror, that unhappiness is going to make you undesirable and unlikable anyway. So you may as well stay true to who you are and the right people will show up and will embrace you in your full, imperfect, yeah. perfect place. Anything also within that letting yourself fail and just because you have had a bad day or just because you think you've done badly it's okay to it's okay to not do good on an exam it's okay to make big mistakes in your life it's okay to make small everyday mistakes but it's the way you come over that and it's the way you get back up and keep pushing on and keep making making a change because if you don't make a change there's no point in the mistake it's not failing if you learn from it because there's still an output that's positive and I think looking at life like that and looking at everyday life like that is very just important in general. Mm, what I want to pick up again is this proving to to everybody else. When we're trying to prove to everybody else, it's not real, is it? It's we're trying to get this outside validation and there's never enough of that because people are always, they have their own criteria. So if we can validate ourselves and just trying to be our best self and that's okay and it doesn't have to be being better than anybody else because let's think about it every time we're being better than somebody else we're actually hurting somebody else so if we can just be good enough at the things we're good at that are important to us that are true to us then we aren't playing this game of trying to prove ourselves outside of ourselves and causing ourselves so much suffering trying to be something we're not which is what Lucia was saying, isn't it? So what advice would you give to teens that are struggling with anxious thinking? I think there's always going to be someone that is in your eyes better than you. And there's always going to be someone that's looking at you and thinking, why can't I be like you? And I think that's something you have to accept. You might always look at somebody and think, they're better than me. How can I get there? But never being satisfied with yourself and always wanting more and becoming kind of greedy with trying to always be better than others is not a good way to live and it's not a good way to continue life because you can't, because you can't always be the best or in your eyes the best because then you're never good enough. And I think just knowing that and just kind of letting waking up every day and going, today I'm going to try and be more patient. That could be your goal for the day. And you might be more patient with five people and someone might be more patient with 10, but you've helped five people and you've made an impact on five people's day. And just going on like that as looking as any goal is a positive, rather than setting yourself big goals like I must become like the Instagrammers who have a perfect life every day and I must be perfect because otherwise I'm not worthy. But that's not true because they might show that they've had helped five people, but they've also probably struggled with things or their goal might have been to help 10. And I think just accepting that and working with that in life 
is like essential. Mm. So what I'm, what I'm hearing is a few words that I, I love and I love hearing them from you, Pearl, because I think that's a message that every single teenager needs to hear. It's a little bit of kindness, a little bit of compassion and a little bit of realism goes the extra mile is understanding that you are you in your own circumstances and you know that comparison could be good if it helps you becoming that better version of yourself but not if you're using that comparison to strive to be somebody that you are not which I guess in a way it is challenging because when you are you know within your stage at life, you are starting to discover yourself. So, you know, how do you go about trying to find out who you are and not trying to get too diverted or distracted by what you see? I think keeping your goals and keeping, just keeping going every day, just waking up and saying, this is a new day and I'm going to try today. And I'm going to try like I did yesterday. doesn't have to be better, but I'm going to get up and I'm going to live my life because we only have one life. And when you're 90 years old, when you're like lying there and looking back at the rest of your life, you don't want to think, oh, they were in their life. So, so did I, or I wasn't happy with myself because someone lived it better. Or are you looking back at your life thinking, I was never happy because I was always looking at others because in the end, everyone's going to, everyone's going to die and everyone's going to have lived their life. And if you waste yours by looking at other people and not treating everybody with kindness and, and not just doing your best every day, then you haven't succeeded. But if you know that every day you've treated everyone with as much as kindness as you can, no matter who they are, no matter whether they're the nicest person in the world, the worst, no matter of their like background, because we're all people and we're all struggling with different things. And I think sometimes just accepting that you're going to struggle, but you're also going to get through this. Yeah. I love the fact that you said about looking back over your life, because there's lots of research that people look back over their life and they live a life that's not true to their self. And that's what makes them unhappy. So really, I think the best way is to kind of find people maybe that inspire you, that are good people, but don't compare yourself to them and don't try to be them, but just find people with the same values as you. Maybe that they want to work hard. Maybe they want to make impact. Maybe they want to be kind. Maybe they love is important to them. And then they inspire you instead of compare yourself because comparing is very, very dangerous because we do not know what's going on in other people's lives, minds, what experiences they've had, what support they've got, all those things. We're never exactly the same. And lots of people play very small in life. They don't do things that they want to do because they're too scared of what other people will think. So actually that comparison keeps them very small and it stops them having the courage to do things that are important to them so I think you made a really good point is how do you want to look back over your life and if it is just getting up every day and doing your best and I find your best quite hard because it's like well what is the best and that can go on and on and on so I always think 
trying good enough, maybe it's just three things that you think I want to achieve today, then that's okay. Instead of putting all this big pressure on ourselves that we have to be something super special because we're always something super special to the people that love us and they're the people that are most important to us, aren't they? So, Pearl, can you sum up in one sentence how you've made your life better? Oh, gosh. I think... Trying when you least want to try is how I would sum up, you know, when your life is made better, mine particularly, because when life is the hardest, that's when you need to try the most. Is that when you find your strength? I think you don't have any strength if your strength is only there when you're your perfect self or when you think you're doing everything perfect, because otherwise... You're going, you're going to have bad days and that's when you need to keep trying and keep using the support around you and just keep getting up and trusting that you're good enough. Um, you I, love, I love that. Trusting you're good enough because you are. That's the message for today. So thank you, Pearl, for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast and our first team. And thank you to our audience for one more week joining us. Thanks for showing us your love and appreciation. And please share this podcast with anyone you think will benefit from it. Like, leave a comment and subscribe. And until next week, keep being kind to yourself, keep being inspired and we'll see you next week. Bye for now.